War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 90. Good round number, Gabe Wright. Um, it is November 6th. Remember, remember this. No, that's not how it goes. Uh, it's 78 degrees outside and it is 502. Uh, it is Friday. Heading home, going to go watch the Bulldogs. Opelika played the first round of the playoffs against Daphne. Home of T.J. Yeldon, so we'll do the right thing and beat them down for you. Um, also home of Pat White that went to West Virginia. Not really sure how he got out of the state, but whatever. Um, Auburn plays Texas A&M tomorrow. Oh, but first, let's all sing happy birthday to Pat Dye. He's 76 today. My favorite Auburn coach ever. No offense, Gus. Maybe you'll take that over one day, but uh, I grew up in the... As a kid, Pat Dye was the coach when I was until I was 10, um, and I used to watch all those videos they'd make, like the 80. They had the decade of the 80s videos where they kind of showed all the the games and stuff, and then they would show Pat Dye's locker room speeches, and then the first time ever 89 Iron Bowl where he cried in the locker room and watched Become Men and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of grew up watching that, and that made me really like him because of the way he talked to the players. And obviously, Auburn was really good at that that point, that time, the whole decade. Um, Auburn was voted the team of the decade, whoever votes that, but um, won the SEC three years in a row, or at least a share of it, because they didn't have the championship game then. Uh, but yeah, I just love how just old school, old man, but can and just a country country boy, basically, but knew how to put words together in a locker room. And I was lucky enough to go out to his farm and meet him, talk to him for about an hour, uh, about a year ago, a year or two ago, um, and just, you know, asked him some stuff. And he could remember single calls from a game in 1984, Mississippi State, and we never threw the ball one game, blah, blah. I mean, he just knew everything. And so he may be old, 76 isn't that old, but he remembers, you know, lots and lots of stuff. And I know in the last few years he's said things that people, that old people that don't care, and they're really right. You shouldn't care what people think, but they don't, you know, he said things on Feinbaum and whatever that the – offended media and offended America likes to get mad at and act like he's this crazy old kook that's whatever. He's not. He's just an old guy that says what he wants to say and he's right most of the time and people want to call him out and act like, hey, I'm 30, I'm 25 years old and I know more than this guy and I know how to act more than this guy. No, you don't. And there's a lot of, a lot of Auburn fans don't like him because of like certain comments he's made on Feinbaum or whatever, or talking about how Condoleezza Rice, he didn't really say this, but this is what they thought he said, that she didn't deserve to be on the playoff committee because she didn't play football. Of course, that turned into, oh, he just doesn't like women. No. Why does she know anything about football? She never played it. And they got offended because the people the people that were offended in writing about it, they didn't play it either. So that's why they were offended. Anyway, happy birthday, Pat. Die not trying to get in all that. Favorite coach ever. Um, Auburn plays Texas A&M tomorrow. I just posted my preview of the game. Kind of did a little different. I went through the last few years, and I won't ruin it for you because I want you to go read it. Um, but just kind of went through, you know, this is the fourth time we played them since they've been in the SEC. First year was bad, bad, bad. 
worst beating ever for Auburn. At home, at least. They lost by 42. And if Texas A&M had half a defense, Auburn would have lost by 60. Auburn somehow scored 21 points on them. Still lost by 42. Johnny Menzel ran all over the place. 2013, went out there. Johnny had lost a little bit of his luster. He was fine, but he threw interceptions. You know how that works. We went down and scored and then held them with the sack at the end of the game. 2014, Auburn was supposed to win, have one loss. You know, Texas A&M wasn't as good, didn't have Johnny Menzel. They went up like 21 points on us in the first half, scored on the last play of the half on a uh, blocked field goal, ran it all the way back for a touchdown. And then, of course, as you know, we had the butt fumble and the fumble that the refs gave Texas A&M just because they came out of the pile with the ball. Even though Cameron Artis Payne, has, there's a picture of him laying on the ground with the ball in his hand. So Auburn lost that one by three and kind of put them in the spiral. Oh, man, I should have put that in the preview. That game has kind of gotten us where we are right now. Since then, Auburn's only won one SEC game since that game last year. It's time to right the wrongs. I need to rewrite the preview now that I thought about that. That game, that awful ending that was kind of Auburn's fault, but then also helped by the refs, or continued by the refs, um, that's where we are now. Obviously, things have changed since last year. Not saying that Jeremy Johnson all of a sudden likes to throw interceptions just because of the way that game happened, but that started the trend. Um, I don't know. Gus Malzahn went seven and one in his first SEC. For okay, let me start over. Went seven and one in his first eight SEC games. Since then, he's one and seven. That's not right. In his last, the last eight games. So, um, yeah, that game did it. That was even after beating Ole Miss. You know, we lost to Mississippi State. Had a week off. Played Ole Miss. I'm talking about last year. Beat them in a good game. Thought everything was back on track, and then stupid old Texas A&M came in, messed things up. So this year, Auburn, you know, we lost the last two games, but I think everybody can say that as a whole, the team has gotten better. Sean White's getting better. The team got better when he came in, and every week he's getting better. Yeah, there's a lot of little dumb things that still infuriate you like crazy, like getting inside the 20-yard line or 10-yard line and not scoring a touchdown. Dropping passes, which has been better, but there was a huge one by Melvin Ray last week. Um, but overall, Auburn is better right now than they were in week two and three, and week four, and week five. They've gotten better. On the other side, Texas A&M kind of fed off of a slightly easy schedule. They did beat Arizona State to start the game. But when they played Alabama, something happened. They got went crazy in the head. They, like, all went – they all – Kyle Allen got the Jeremy Johnsons and just went terrible. They scored three points against Ole Miss the next week. Um, they benched the starter, put in the third stringer because they were mad at Kyler Murray. Well, I guess they decided Kyle Kyle's terrible. We can't play the third stringer, so I'll not be mad at Kyler, Kyler Murray anymore. So let's put him in. So he plays against South Carolina last week. South Carolina, who's arguably the second or third worst team in the SEC, doesn't have a head coach, you know, bad, and Texas A&M beats them by one touchdown at home, 35-28. Number one, they gave up 28 points to South Carolina, so that says a lot about their defense. 
Number two, they scored 35 points. Normal, I guess, but only beating South Carolina by one. One touchdown. Not sure we should give the Heisman Trophy to Kyler Murray yet. He is supposedly one of the high, most highly touted high school quarterbacks to ever come out of Texas. He was going to go to Oregon, ended up going to Texas A&M. Um, he's a little shifty, Nick Marshall, Johnny Manziel type, um, which does make it a little more scary. I mean, I don't know. Auburn's defense has done oak, done better against the run than the pass. Uh, but running quarterbacks, like especially like Louisville and Jacksonville State, kind of gave us some fits. But we didn't have Carl Lawson during those bad times. So Carl has gone to Kyle Field before, and he stopped. He was part of the team that stopped Johnny Manziel. Kyler Murray is not Johnny Manziel yet. He might be faster, but he's not there. Um, I don't know. It, it just seems like things are going down. The last three weeks, even though they have the same schedule, which I put this in the preview. Both teams were one and two in the last three weeks, but Auburn has gone up in those three weeks. Their their competition has gone up in every game. Second and third game were you know, first game was Kentucky, got a little bit harder with Arkansas, got a lot harder with Ole Miss, and Auburn should have won all three. They really should. So Texas A&M is thrown up on themselves and had to resort to bringing in the, the second-string quarterback. Yes, Auburn did that, but they did it a month ago, and they've had the ability to let Sean White get comfortable. And he's played on the road twice. He's won on the road once. Should have won on the road twice. I just – I mean, Kyler Murray's probably eventually a more dynamic and scarier quarterback, but that might not – that's not going to matter in his second start of the year, I don't think. I mean, the only thing that really scares me about this game is just playing out there. I mean, Kyler Murray being the starter and no longer really them kind of flopping back and forth, him getting a start and playing, that puts a little doubt into my mind. But, you know, just going out there, I don't think this team, they're not playing. I mean, and this is how I am as a, as a fan right now. If they lose, four and five, yeah, terrible. What's the difference? Five and four, four and five. I'm not going to say it's just another loss, but it is. And that's how this team's probably – I'm not saying they're going, oh, I don't care if we lose or not. They just don't have anything to lose right now. They're picked to lose. It's going out there, playing a team that's only five and two. Or are they five and three now? No, they're six and two. So, I mean, it's not like – I don't know. This could be a huge win. Um, they're not expected to win, but Texas A&M's trending down, Auburn's trending up. It's just like Ole Miss and Auburn last week, like I said, um, and Auburn should have won that game. You get inside the 20-yard line three times, you should score. Auburn should normally score in that situation. They didn't. It's their fault. But they could have won, should have won. All right. So, I'm not going to Texas A&M, if you, anybody can tell, because nobody offered me their jet. Thanks a lot. Um, I also asked yesterday if anybody or you know if what people if you like me posting these at 5 30 or 6 every day or if you'd want me to post them or like at like 8 or 9 maybe you can listen to them at work I could recap the day before or do you like me recapping the day when I get off work I know a lot of the times recently they've been at 11 o'clock at night some people said they like that but a lot of you are in Eastern time zone and you don't listen to them anyway so they get lost 
I don't know. I may start doing two. But no, because then I won't have anything to talk about at eight because I've already talked about it at five and I haven't seen anything new since then. So we'll just stick with this. How about that? Um, as always, these things aren't free. Cost me some bucks every month to post these things on SoundCloud. So if you would like to help, maybe go down, maybe go to warbloggle.com and scroll down to the bottom and click the donate link. That would be nice. And that would keep these things going. Or if you'd like, if you own a business and you'd like to sponsor it, Bloggle Spot number 86, brought to you by um, Freak Nasty's Tire and Lube. How about that? Anyway, the game is tomorrow, and it's played at the same time as the Super Bowl to end all world hunger part six. I don't know how we're going to manage, but we will, and Auburn's going to win 31 to 28. Bloggle Spot number 90, done. War Eagle.